Hi everyone, Daniel Ramsey here, the CEO of My Outdesk and the host of Scale the Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to having conversations that unlock the exact formula and strategies multi-million and billion dollar companies use to scale their business. Welcome everyone and we are here. Uh, we're talking to Daniel Ramsey, who is the CEO, and uh, we'd love to talk to him more about his uh, his company and how he does his business. So how, tell me, how did you start this business? Yeah, so uh, I mean, realistically, I'm like a lot of entrepreneurs out there. I'm working on my weekends. I'm working on my evenings. And when you're in, and you're you're in this fight now too, right? It's just right, consistent. Yeah, you're just consistently thinking about your business or working on your business or dreaming about what you're going to build. So originally, I found myself on my honeymoon in Guatemala, literally at a Francis Ford Coppola resort. So in the, you know, wow. like in, in, the, in the trees, basically in bungalows with monkeys. And this is like, the, it's the rainforest. It's this beautiful lake is in front. And I'm on my honeymoon and I found myself in the bar at one in the morning working on my business like literally working on my honeymoon and the the guy the bartender stole my cell phone Mm -hmm. took a picture of me and then started making fun of me stupid gringo (laughs) working on his honeymoon beautiful bride what's wrong with this guy you know and so Mm -hmm. from that moment um you know i knew something needed to change in my life and in, in that moment um really I doubled down on systems and processes in my business and hired virtual assistants. And so my outdesk um, was born because I had a business need and uh, I needed more leverage in my life so that I could have vacations and, you know, someday have a family and, you know, own a business and not have my business own me. So that's really where it all started. Wow. I, you know, I'm experiencing that right now where, um, I'm having to be my own assistant. You know, I have to be my own PR person, you know, yeah. my own marketing guy, sometimes my own accountant. And, uh, you know, it's really hard to kind of balance all of that, especially when you first started. So tell us a little bit about your business and what you, what you do. Yeah, so we help entrepreneurs and small and medium-sized businesses just get leverage. Our four main categories are sales, marketing, administrative or operations folks, and then customer service and support. So those are the four areas that we typically help entrepreneurs. And we'll take over like being your marketing assistant. We'll take over your administrative side of your business. We'll take over all of the things inside of your business that have to happen, but don't drive revenue. Well, so the thing, a thing that we believe in is something called compound leverage. So if you put it, if you put a task in a system and a process, then you hand that task over to somebody who's really, really good. Hopefully you hire us and you need a virtual assistant and we're really, really good. So don't worry, we'll help. Um, Once you hand that task off, you get that time back for the rest of your career. And as an entrepreneur, then you can focus on driving revenue and getting more clients and serving more customers and really making an impact in your business. And so the, does the assistant have to basically interview a client to find out what they do or how does that process get started? Yeah, I love that question. Um, a lot of our clients go on our website, myoutdesk.com, and they jump on there 
and they request a consultation. In that process of a consultation, we, we basically go through like, who's on your team now? What are all the things that you're doing? What do you need to get off your plate if you need to buy some time back? See, the time is the only thing that's not, you know, you, you can't buy more of it. You, it, it doesn't, you, you, no matter what, it runs out for everybody. Uh, and so it's a commodity that you just, you know, it's precious and people, and as an entrepreneur in the beginning, you're thinking I've got to do it 12, 14, 16 hour days. I'll work seven days a week. It doesn't matter. And that's normal in the beginning, but at some point you have burnout and you want to buy some of your time back. And that's when you want to go through a consultation. We'll put together like, what's your tech stack? You know, what systems do you have in your, pro in, in your business? Who's on your team? Who are some of your vendors? And then what do you need to get off your plate so that you can go focus on really adding value to your customers or, or your clients? You know, I saw, I was going through your website and I saw where you, you deal with a lot of realtors. Mm -hmm. uh, it seems like realtors are a, big, are a big part of what you do as well. I mean, tell yep. me what, kind of, how do you kind of involve yourself in a business of real estate when it yeah. comes to realtors? Yeah. Yeah, we, I mean, it's crazy. We serve all kinds of different businesses. We have a boat broker in Florida, insurance brokerages, you know, healthcare companies, wildly enough with everything that's going on. Healthcare is a really busy industry right now. And so we serve a wide variety of folks, but I myself, I'm, I'm a real estate broker. And so the first use, the first person that hires a virtual assistant, and I did it back in 2007, um, was a real estate company. And so we serve real estate people, mortgage people, title, escrow, contractors. I mean, it's just wild. The realities are most small and medium-sized businesses, we all have the same thing. We have sales, which is like sales and marketing, right? And then we have operations, serving the customer and getting the stuff done and all the paperwork and accounting, like you had mentioned, you know? So you have right. these two arms of your business. And typically as an entrepreneur, at some point, focusing on sales and driving revenue becomes the biggest thing or the biggest impact that you can do. Like in your right. case, PR, creating programs and helping people really have great lives. That's the focus. And so we just help people package up all the operations, all the admin, all the stuff that has to get done, but just isn't driving revenue. You basically take away the things that uh, can be minor in it per se, so you can book it on the focus on like your major league problem per se, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and that's a great way to put it because uh, one of the questions, my favorite question, and if you're listening right now and you're an entrepreneur and you want to play a game, because I'm a big, <laughs> I like to have, let's have some fun, right? Right. If you right. want to play a game, here's what you'd want to write down on your piece of paper. If I had to double my business in the next 12 or 24 hours, what do I have to do in order to do it? And sometimes I'll say wave a wand or other times I'll say, you know, put a gun to your head and it really is life threatening. So, you know, either way you, you know, either way you'd like to jump on that question, it's okay. But if your life depended on it and you had to double your business, what would you stop doing? What would you start doing? And who do you need on your team right now to make that happen? And that, if you can master asking yourself that question at all the stages of growth, um, you know, life is going to be better, hopefully, for you. Yeah, those are some key questions to really ask yourself, uh, you know. Uh, so, if you point the person 
you, does your assistant help to point this person in the, that direction if, in case if they're not asking himself that is that is that something that they can be guided through in the process yeah so the consultant will so when you go on our website and request a consultation the consultant will go through those questions one of my favorite stories is you know at, at, as a sports person if you buy a sports team whatever that sports team is the the guy who buys it or the gal who buys the company never thinks i'm gonna manage this company they're the owner of the sports team but they don't think they're gonna come in and be the manager and or the coach right they always think if i want to win the super bowl who do i need to hire as the right. coach that's going to help me win the super bowl right because the the because that's how yeah who's my quarterback who's my coach who's who's the right. person that's going to help me win unfortunately entrepreneurs were wired to think that we have to do it like i've got to be the one and that's just not the case in fact billionaires who buy sports teams and other business owners who buy businesses they always think who do i need on my team so all i'd like if your audience got nothing from this time together nothing the one one question is what do i need to do to double my company and who do i need to hire those are the kind of one or two questions that are probably the most specific what do i need to do and who do i need to hire love That's that it, man. i love that i love that so what's your big why for being in business Great question. Um, I just love serving and helping people. Um, the reality is 96% of businesses are under a million dollars. So there's about 28 million businesses in the US. So if you 28 million and 96, yeah, 28 million. So that's the that's a, how many people are business owners, right? right. Um, and most of them are below a million dollars, 96%. So and, and the real key to getting above a million dollars is building systems and processes and then hiring the right people to run those systems and processes. And so I'm 100% driven on helping entrepreneurs find time in their life and get great leverage. And those two things, that, that, that just keeps me going every day. I was that one nerdy kid who read business books in high school. And like, I always knew that I was gonna be an entrepreneur. And I, oh, wow. I, I just, yeah, so I always knew that this was the path. And the thing is, I, I, I get excited about helping people not do the stupid things that I did as a new entrepreneur. So, you know, if you can learn or if, if I can support somebody to not make the mistakes that I did, then, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy. Wow. You know, I have that mantra too. Basically is, you know, if I can help somebody not make, not have to cross that, you know, Jordan per se, that I had to cross, you know, and I figured a way around it, you know, yeah. through it, you try to help each other. That's, uh, that was actually, that's our motto for our business is, you know, when you win, we win, because yeah. you know, we have to help each other out, you know, uh, so, so your motivation is just helping people. What do you, what do you say to that person where they're like, man, I just need to make that first million dollars, right? It's like, I, I need to hit that you know, that's my, that's my big why. Do you think that's a, do you think that's a good basis for doing that? Or what would you advise for that person? I love your question. And I've got a tool. Every, everything that we talk about today is a tool. There's a tool right. or a process that I can share. Um, and I, for your audience, I'd love to give away a copy of our book because this tool is in the book. It's one of the basically 
it's one of the cornerstones of helping entrepreneurs drive to that first million dollars. Um, so we'll give away a copy of the book at the end of the, the of our time together. But okay. there's a there's this process called the sticky challenge. And what I love about the sticky challenge is it starts creating what is unconscious and pulling it to the conscious mind. So if you take stickies, you know, just regular office stickies, you know, the yellow things, right? And you just follow yourself around for a couple weeks. And every day you're writing on your sticky. Am I doing dollar productive work? Yes or no. And then what it was, was it marketing? Was it PR? Was it ops? You know, right. was I doing the books? You know, what, what was I on Facebook for 30 minutes, you know, 45 minutes, you know, so you're following yourself around with stickies wow. and you're writing, is this dollar productive or is this non-dollar productive? And all of a sudden you start to, you'll, you'll start to categorize stuff. Okay. That was marketing. This was sales. This was operations. This was accounting. Oh, I, I, I did a little PR here for an hour. And so you look, then you can look at your week and you're like, wow, I only spent 10 hours trying to get customers or help our customers win in their business. You know, like yeah. your mantra, right? And so, yeah. so you were like, wow. And I added up all my time. I'm working 60, 70 hours and only 10 of it's on dollar productive stuff. And so then you can start making shifts you start putting things together and you realize, you know, this, this pile of stickies is all operation stuff. I think I should hire somebody because I'm spending 40% of my day on this. And if I just took that 40% and I focused on getting customers or serving my customers or helping my customers win, then I would grow in, in return. And so it just helps somebody really define what they're doing throughout their day. And it's also a tool that could help, you know, for a company like ours, because you can start putting together like, okay, I, I've got, I've got 20 or 30 hours of operation stuff. Plus I got about 10 hours of marketing. So I need to find somebody that could take that stuff over. And then what you realize is, wow, I just bought half my day back. And so if I focus that half of that day back on driving revenue, dollar productive stuff, calling clients, serving customers, garnering referrals, reviews, and recommendations. It's another thing that's in the book are three R's, reviews, recommendations, referrals. So right. if you're garnering these from your clients, then, mm -hmm. then you're growing and scaling. And, and typically we find that that's how people cross that million dollar mark. Managing your time. That's the e e e if you just kind of like know what, how much time you're spending doing something that somebody else could do, you know, and you're not really making money. I, I mean, I can relate to that. I've spent, because I work independently on my own and uh, I have a few people that help me, but you know, I find that I spend more time doing administrative work than I do getting clients. Yeah. And so I, I can feel that. I feel that, uh, you know, that pull of, you know, I really do need to have somebody work on that while, you know, while I can focus on my clients and kind of give yep. that 100% service, you know. Yep. Um, how long have you been doing this? Uh, so we're 13 years in. I've been an entrepreneur almost 20 years. Um, I started when I was really young. The, one of my favorite stories is, I got stuck in this game because as a kid in the seventh grade, I was selling candy bars. Like I'm selling candy bars in school and one kid on a Friday 
wanted to buy my last candy bar. And I was like, no, man, I want to eat that one. I haven't had, I was a good drug dealer, you know, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't eat my own supply, you know, so, and if you have kids, you know, sugar is definitely a drug, man. It's a drug. So I, I said, no, I can't sell you my candy bar. And he pops a $20 bill in front of me and says, give it to me, you know, and I'm like, okay, you know, and, and at that moment I was just, uh, you know, hooked. I, I knew I was going to sell stuff. I was going to help people in business. And, and uh, so I've just always been passionate about that. I've always been passionate about what's required to get to a million dollar business. And uh, that's why we're here. What are your thoughts on leverage and delegation? You know, a lot of people screw it up. And so I'm gonna, I'd love to give your audience our simple tool. Again, everything's a tool, right? Everything that I'm going to share, whether it's the sticky challenge where you follow yourself around, whether you're asking that question, like, what do I need to do to double my business? Those are tools to get you to think differently. And in the leverage game, when you start delegating stuff, one of my favorite tools is play, pause, do. It's where we're, go ahead. You're going to say something. No, 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 no. I'm listening. I'm listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're ready. Play, pause, do. Here, here's what it is. It's, it's, it's a really easy process. If you want to delegate something down, you just record a video of yourself and in our case, a virtual assistant where you're doing the task, where you're doing the thing that you're going to ask them to do and you talk about the how, what, and why. And they're on the video call with you and they're asking you questions and you're showing them where to get the information and how to do it. Once you record two or three videos like that, where you walk through all the different variations of that particular task. Now you have a process and you can give that to your virtual assistant and they can create a standard operating procedure. They can do a checklist. They can create the step-by-step -step steps within your business. Then you get that document back and then you sign off and you say, yes, if you do this every single time, that'll be perfect. And now you never, ever, ever have to do that task again. We call that compound leverage where once you've given a task away, you've properly trained, you get that time back for the rest of your career. And it's a game changer if and only if you focus on driving revenue. Right, right, right. Not, not, not micromanaging basically what you've already trained someone to do. You can focus right. on what you need to do and they do what they do best, right? And everybody's yeah. happy. Yeah, that's right. That makes that makes that makes so much sense to me that it's like it, it, I don't think it is anybody that is listening to this program. If they don't grasp the common sense that's attached to this, uh, I don't know what else is going to do that. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's pretty simple. If, if your goal is to be an entrepreneur. I, you know, in the, I've, throughout doing these programs, I've met a few people that have wanted to start their business, but mm -hmm. have no idea how to do that. Uh, how yeah. would you answer that question? I love it. Zig Ziglar, um, who's one of the best personal development person, people in the world. If you're new in business, you know, grab his books, learn, listen to his podcast. He's a phenomenal trainer and public speaker. And he said this, if you're not ready to take a big step, 
take the largest step possible. So we help people all the time who are doing side hustles and figuring out what they're going to do and grow and scale. Zig Ziglar is an amazing um, representation of just get some momentum going. So if you're not sure what business you want to start, then your job is finding a business to start. You know, like researching and, and exploring and talking to people and getting out there. But my advice to anybody who's thinking about being an entrepreneur is, you know, get started. Start today. Start now. Right as you're listening to this, go, I'm committed. I'm going to own a business. I'm going to find something. But um, I do, I do want to warn you, it's not for the faint of heart. I mean, as you know, it's, it's, it's not easy. If you think it's going to be easy, you're wildly mistaken. Um, you know, once you figure out, and we'll talk about this in the book, but in the book, we have the seven-figure business roadmap. So it's a step-by-step basic process for what you have to focus at in different revenue marks. When you're brand new, this is what you have to do. When you're like 200 to half a million dollars, this is what you didn't want to do. And then once you're half a million to a million, these are the focuses. So there are specific step-by-step focuses. And I, you know, the funny thing, Phil, I went to business school, like I got a business degree and there's more in this dang book than four (laughs) years of a business degree. I promise you, I promise you. And so if, if you're thinking about what it would feel like and be like to be an entrepreneur, I would, right. I would invite you to just go, um, go on our website, myoutdesk.com forward slash scale and just mm-hmm. grab a copy of the book because it's a good place to start. You know, I would love to, uh, I'd love to have a way for our folks to track you. So I'm going to ask them just to put like ENBG in the notes so that they, you'll know it is coming from our program and yeah. uh, you know what their feedback is on this. But I mean, this is a great conversation. I, I know that uh, those who are going to be watching this are going to enjoy grasping this information that you're putting out, especially in the book. I can't wait to read that book. I am <laughs> I'm one that is ready. I am ready to read that book. And uh, very exciting information. I just thank you for taking the time uh, to doing this uh, with us. And um, you, we, we will definitely be, in, especially within our network, I know there are folks within the uh, Phoenix National Network Group that are looking forward to hearing this program. But I have one last question for you, and that yeah. is, what is your secret sauce? Okay, what do, you, what, do you think, what do you think separates you from everyone else and, you know, uh, providing this service? You know, it's interesting. Um, in, in our business, what we focus on is really helping the entrepreneurs figure out what they can delegate, what they can give away, and which parts really need to stick in their office or with them. And so our secret sauce is really all the upfront work that we do before somebody goes through the process of hiring. And in the book, we, we have really great tools and tricks for how to launch a virtual person. What are the, what's the tech stack that you need? You know, what should you be thinking about in terms of teaching them how to do the job? And so our whole world, it's nothing, it's funny, people ask all the time, what's your secret sauce? I'm like, nothing. We just really work hard at making it good for our clients and customers. And so, you know, after 13 years, we screwed everything up. Like literally every mistake you can possibly think of, 
And people are, you know, we're in a people business. So we're not selling software. We're not selling a widget. You know, my iPhone's the same as your iPhone, but our people, they're all different. So really, if you think about what our secret sauce, it's all of the upfront work that we do to get you prepared to hire the right person and to put them in, in, in place and be successful. And that's, it's not sexy. It's not fun. It's hard, but it's the thing that helps people get to a million dollars and more. And that's the goal. I mean, you're, you're in business to make money, but your money is in people. You know, if you're you're not doing, if you're not fulfilling a need that people have, then you're really not in business.